Hey, spooky people. Welcome back to Dames of Doom. I am Liz. And I'm Meg. <laughs> and woo, we're recording in the afternoon today in person for the first time in forever. Forever. First time of 2024, we're recording together. You know, our schedules be busy. And we even be, we be sick, we be busy. Yeah. Um, Megan lives out in the middle of freaking nowhere. You know, we only live 25 minutes apart, but after a long work day... The last thing I want to do is like leave my house, even if it's just to record. So if I can do that from my house, I'm going to do that. So technology is great. And Megan lives like an hour away from where I work. Mm, So mm -hmm. it's like, mm -mm. so we're on a Saturday. Happy weekend. I know you're not listening to this on the weekend, but. (laughs) Well, you might be. We are. That's true. Sorry for telling you how to live your life. (laughs) My apologies. You listen to our podcast whenever you want. You do you, boo-boo. We're inclusive here. (laughs) Um, All types of listeners. (laughs) um gonna do a little plug for us here at the start of our episode um if you aren't already following us go ahead and follow us on instagram um the tag is at dames of doom not Uh, dames of doom pod get rid of that one ignore it dames of doom pod that was so 2023 yeah dames of doom that's us that's that's where you want to go that's where you're gonna get the updates that's where you're gonna get the funnies and you you're know gonna, you want to see what these cryptids look like. Don't even lie. Right. Liz posts photos of the cryptids and pictures of the cults every week. So that's the place to go for the updates. Um, we also started a TikTok. Um, We're so hip. We're so cool. We're trying to be. We're trying to be. Um, I know how to use CapCut now. <laughs> hey. You can put that on your resume. Yeah. I'm a video editor. <laughs> I'm a social media influencer. Catch me on TikTok with my two videos. Yeah. Three, Um, sorry. Three, three, and they're literally just basically memes. Um, (laughs) So if you like uh, laughing at stupid shit, then you should follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Um, And that one is at Dames of Doom Pod. Um, Yeah, we are not consistent with our social media. It is what it is. It is what it is. True fans will find us. Yes. (laughs) But listeners will know. Yes. And Liz, please just uh, make sure you're link- you link to us Well, on you Instagram. have you have all of the login information now, too. Yeah, but you're our Instagram manager. I'm the TikTok manager. Oh, I true. like to keep those things separate. That's fair. I don't want all of the responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I want minimal responsibility. Yeah, valid. Same. So. Okay, cool. All right. Well, where are we this week, Liz? What state? We're in... Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, but not actually Gary. We're just in Indiana. Welcome. My only knowledge of Indiana revolves around the Music Man, and I don't like that musical at all. So <laughs> I don't even know what that is. So that shows you I don't watch musicals. Well, we're going to go see Mean Girls today, so you you watching one today. Yeah, which also I'm a little shooketh because I definitely watched the trailer and there was like no music in it. So I was like, oh yeah, this is just a remake of Mean Girls. No, you fell for their marketing tactic. I it's did. A, it's a remake of the Broadway musical because oh. it has Renee Rapp in it, who was on Broadway. Sure. As Mean Girls. Okay, it's fine. We follow different people on Instagram, but it's okay. I'm not a musical person. That's just not my per- not, not my thing. Not your um, purpose in life. <laughs> not my thing. Um, not my purpose. Um, the only thing I really know about Indiana, not that I've ever been there, but um, is that Crime Junkie oh, yeah. started in Indiana, right? Because they're both from Indiana, yeah, you're right? right. Mm-hmm. So that's really all I know. And you know what? Crime Junkie kind of paved the way for yeah, a did. lot of podcasts. Like, I mean, there's a bunch of different podcasts out yeah. there, but, but I feel like they one were of the one, top. Of the, 
One of the OGs, one of the tops. Yeah, like one of the major like true crime ones that really kind of got people listening to podcasts. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like, at least for people like our age. Mm-hmm. Um, one that wasn't like serial, you know, yeah. that, like investigative journalism style podcast, but more of just like the weekly yeah. different cases. I yeah. agree. Go off. Crime so um, props to them. Love that. <laughs> love that show. Um, but yeah, so that's all I know about Indiana. Well, and now I know about this cult that I'm going to be talking about Woo-hoo. this week, which is called the Faith Assembly. Faith Assembly. Okay, which we're assembling me- faithfully. <laughs> But are they? I don't know. You tell we'll me. We'll find out. Um, Looking forward to it. I also feel like Faith Assembly is just such a like generic church name. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Zero. They get an F for creativity. Yeah, I Do really better. don't like these like non-creative cult no. leaders. Like, come on. Like, we've we've been there. We've done that. Like, mm-hmm. give us something it's new. Stell, where it's just named place. Place. You know, like, come on. <laughs> do better. Um. But more footwork, more footwork, more, more energy, passion. more energy, more passion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. That's been stuck in my head for like several days. God damn you, TikTok. Um, but yeah. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and let's do it. Dive right in. So uh, okay. although we are focused on the state of Indiana this week, mm. the story of this cult really starts in Kentucky. Which Out here, blurring the neighboring lines again, state, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But I mean, I don't control where this man was born. Okay. Um, his name, the cult leader of the week, is Hobart Edward Freeman. Hobart. That's now a that's name. a name. That yeah. is a name. Hobart Freeman. I would follow him into a cult. Now Hobart, isn't that like one of those like old man names that's probably like coming back now? Yeah, I can imagine a kid in daycare right now named Hobart. Like, I saw somebody on TikTok talking about baby names and, like, the trends of baby names, and they're calling them, like, the nursing home names are, like, yeah, coming back. Yeah, 100%. That's a nursing home name, for sure. Hobart. Hey, Barty. Okay, now that's kind of cute. Hobie. Ho- nope. <laughs> nope. Not Hobie. that one. Sounds Hobie. like you're naming your kid after a sandwich. It's too close to hoagie. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, um, so, anyways, he was born in... Ewing, Kentucky? Ewing? I don't know how Ewing? to pronounce that. Ewing? Ewing? E-W-I-N-G. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Um, but yeah, so he uh, was born there, and he grew up in St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. So he Saint Petersburg eventually Florida. became a successful businessman, and he studied at the Bryant and Stratton Business Institute. Despite okay. being a high school dropout. So I don't really know. I guess maybe How he got his work? GED. What year was this? Good question. I don't know. Is Old. it uh, pre-Google? Yeah. I feel 100%. like people were just wilding out. They're like, oh yeah, I graduated high school. I got a 4.0 yeah. I put it on my resume, therefore it happened. Right. No one can Google you. They mm-hmm. don't know. How mm-hmm. are they going to find out? Yeah. Everything's on paper. So, I mean, mm-hmm. they could call the school and the school could be like, we lost all our files on a fire. Everything burned down. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so anyways, he went to a business institute. He also, part of his, like, childhood that, like, will become more prominent later on in the story is that he contracted polio at some point when he was growing up. And then because of that, he did have some, like, permanent physical damage to his Mm. legs. So he walked with a very, like, obvious limp and he, like, walked very stiffly. So that's just something, like, a very, 
um, unique characteristic about him. That it's like a pick him later. out of a lineup. Be like, walk for me. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was converted to Christ, quote unquote, in 1952 at the age of 31. So that yeah, gives they you an ain't idea. Googling shit. So he was born in like, what, 1920s? Yeah. So then at that point, he was basically baptized into a Southern Baptist church. So we start there. Okay. That's like his, I guess. That's our starting point. First start of, you know, being part of a church. How old was he when he got baptized? 31. 31. All right. Um, so he chose this, you know, he's 31. It's not yeah. like he's just being baptized as baby. Right. He chose this. All right. Well. So shortly after his baptism, he actually survived a heart attack. I'm like, what the fuck you eating at 31 that you get a heart attack? Maybe, you know, that's a sign. They said, don't get baptized. Well, he <laughs> took it as a sign. Oh, no. He said, he I got to get baptized survived. again. <laughs> well, he survived and he claimed that his oh. healing disposed. He, he basically claimed that he was going to be healed and that because he suffered all of these heart attacks and then also he had like angina, which is like the chest um, pain mm. and stuff like that, that he was basically like cured by like the spirit. You know, okay. Okay. Um, he even disposed of his medications and he thought that, you know, really the Holy Spirit was healing him and this making him This is never a good start. No. People thinking that they should throw um, away medicine. Disposing just... of their prescription medications. That's a bad starting point. Um, I'm excited for this cult. Yeah. Definitely yeah. This one's wild. Based. Wild and out. Okay. Um, so he, after this, felt called to the ministry and... He was then educated at Georgetown College, and he mm. got a Bible and history degree. Um, then he went. Hey, on... what's your degree in Bible? Bible. It's giving like um. I have Ken a um, bachelor from... of science in Bible. Yeah, it's giving Ken from Barbie, where my job is beach. I literally watched Barbie movie last night. Incredible! Like it's not like uh-huh. lifeguard swimming uh-huh. anything beach. This guy, it's not like theology. Nope. What religious history? It's that's Bible. to come. But no, his undergraduate degree is Bible. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Amazing. you do you um, until you become a cult leader, um, and then then don't, don't do, do you. you. <laughs> okay, we're gonna put don't that on a shirt. That. That's gonna go on a tote bag. You don't do you. Don't do you. If you if don't you're do a cult you, leader, girl. don't do you, boy. Um, so then he went on to the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. So he's basically getting educated in Southern Baptist theology, which would love to know what that was like. Mm -hmm. Be a fly on that wall would be interesting. And his major there was specifically the Old Testament. We don't fuck with the New Testament. Only the Old Testament. Only the Old Testament. We want fire and hellfire yeah scary dark shit we want incest we want rape we want pillaging only yep 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 then in 1961 he actually earned a doctorate of theology from the grace theological seminary in winona lake indiana you know what i would have loved to live in the 50s and been able to go to college because i feel like he did all of this for like 20 dollars. oh 100 percent. yeah where's the student debt and he probably still bought a house he probably still had like five kids at this time right you know he was just doing it all and then he turned around he bought his house for two raspberries and sold it for five million (laughs) dollars yeah 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 um his thesis um in school was called the doctrine of substitution in the old testament i don't know what the fuck that's about but i don't think i really want to know and then he was actually appointed a professor of hebrew and old testament studies 
Does he know Hebrew or was he just? I don't just like know. The, that maybe he you know studied what? Hebrew because You're a man. that's you can like have this job. Maybe he studied Hebrew because that's like wasn't that used a lot? Yeah. Like I don't know. Back Interesting. Then. All right, sir, go off. We love an educated man, but maybe not in educated Bible. in Bible. <laughs> okay. So, um, remember, this man thought that he could dispose of his medications and that his background in Bible would save him. <laughs> So I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think that's going to end well for him. <laughs> oh, sir. Love this journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was one article that I read that was uh, written by John Davis, who I don't really. John Davis. Which is like one of the most generic names ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically he wrote this like really long intense article which is where like a lot of this information came from because he actually interviewed um freeman and freeman did not do a lot of interviews like he was very private and like Mm. didn't outside of the church members like he wasn't really talking to like media or anything like that but i guess he somehow got in contact with john davis and john davis basically was just like i want to learn more about the church like genuinely like kind of showed interest and wanted to know about it and that's how we know a lot of this information is because of this one interview okay so anyways um during that interview i guess freeman said that you know part of his inspiration for what's to come came from pastors that he had known or seen so we're talking um some of these names i have no idea who they are but i'm gonna list them anyways Mm. um kenneth e hagan Kenneth Copeland, T.L. Osborne, E.W. Kenyon, and John Osteen. What What would happen if I was like, oh my god, I know them. Like, yeah, I don't all these know. names. But they were, I, I say their names because they were leaders of the Word of Faith movement. So they were all kind of like believers in this like one movement that I guess he was finding inspirational. He was liking okay. it. He okay. was vibing. Mm. Was vibing mm. with the Word of Faith. Mm. Um... So even though he was vibing with that, he did actually reject their doctrine of identification, which I guess is like a specific doctrine in the word of faith movement. Basically, that doctrine of identification says that Jesus died spiritually and he also repeatedly. Oh. Oops. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Um... (laughs) Keeping it real, folks. So basically, he said that Jesus did not die spiritually. I think that's what he's trying to get at. He rejects that part of the word. Okay, so he thinks that he like died, 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 not just like spiritually died. I didn't realize there was a movement that thought that he died spiritually. That's interesting. Yeah, and not like literally. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I have died spiritually, and I am (laughs) currently dead inside. So like, I get it. Yeah. Um, just waiting to rise from the spiritual grave. Um. Maybe that'll happen when the sun comes out in the springtime. We'll see. Yeah. So although he was, like, taking inspiration from these, like, leaders and, like, was interested in this one movement, he rejected that part of it. Mm. And he also warned his congregation about those leaders and their teachings. So, like, dude, like, what you trying to do? Right. Talking you a hate shit. Yeah. Yeah. Two-faced. Two-faced. Faux show. Mm-hmm. Again... He wasn't into this word of faith movement, but at the same time, he 
taught them, like his congregation, that healing was, quote, promised in the atonement, which is what also like the Word of Faith movement teaches. Okay. He also taught that confession brings possession for confession what? Confession brings possession. Yeah. Confession brings possession for what you confess is your faith speaking. I don't even know what, what? the fuck that means. See, this is why I, I don't think I can, I can't be religious Call at me this confused. point. I'm, I, this makes no sense to me. This makes no sense to me. Yeah. It, once again, if we were meant to know, we would know. Clearly, we're not, we're not meant to I'm, know. I'm not there. Um, so I guess his, like, opposition to these ideas, but also, like, liking some of them, I don't freaking know, um, didn't gel well with the seminary, and so he got kicked out in oh, no. 1963. I mean, yeah. Sorry, He's sir. a bad boy. He's a bad boy. <laughs> the he bad boy of out. Bible. Yeah. The bad boy of Bible. Yeah. Um, so then he established his own congregation, which he named the Faith Assembly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was done with this guy, Melvin Greider, and that was in 1963. And it started in his home in Winona Lake. Winona. Winona Lake. That actually sounds like a really pretty place. It does. I would like to know where that is. Um, is it in Indiana? Are we in, in, in Yeah, in, it's in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, 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 in Indiana. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not even going to... It says the county that it's in, but I... God we bless, don't I can't know. even read that. Nope. Um, it's a really weird name. So, if you want to know, you, you're going to know. If I, you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. I will give this man props. He was working hard. He was putting in the work. He was working 15 to 16 hours a day, seven no. days a week, Mm-mm. with seemingly indeflatable energy. And at one point, he Cocaine. even visited Israel. I literally thought the exact same thing. I was like, this man's on drugs. Yeah, it's the 60s. He said LSD. Yep. So he was just, you know, grinding away. He was going to make the Faith Assembly a thing. Man. He really wanted it It's like a man off. with a startup. So, um, so eventually, like within a few years, he was able to actually like establish like a, a church, I guess, mm-hmm. um, at a, in a town called Claypool. Okay. In, quote, a pink house next to the water tower. Honestly, I mean, it sounds cute. I would rent that Airbnb. It's <laughs> it sounds cute. Um, and the meetings there were pretty simple, like the format wise. So he mm. would like speak for an hour or so, and he would talk about the end of the world, oh, fun, and the new heavens and the new earth. And then he would also um, speak about all the things that were just going to happen, like the Bible said. Um, they would sing a lot, you know. That sounds so much fun. Singing and talking about our all eventual like damnation and destruction of the earth. Super chill Sunday. I know. Let's go get brunch after. That's exactly what I want to listen to on Sunday after I work hard all goddamn week. Mm. I have two days off Mm -hmm. and one of them is spent listening to how horrible the world is going to end. Love that. Excellent. Super. That literally sounds like a fucking nightmare. I think I'll spend my entire Sunday watching people make pottery on the (laughs) internet instead. Thank you though. Yeah. Um, so he also told stories of people being healed of sickness and being protected in storms by commanding the winds to stop. Didn't Jesus do that? That's has, like the has storm. somebody else done that? Or the, is it just Jesus? I don't know. But the storm the other night that we oh, had just man. stopped. Like in the middle of the road, hand up, cool. stop. Yeah. Hey, can you not? My house is here. Please go around, tornado. Yeah. And you know his little like bum leg he had? Mm. He said, heal me. Oh, didn't work. <laughs> 
He believed that his leg would be healed from the polio. How's that working for you, dude? I don't think it worked out. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. So he was... Uh, if only he had all that faith back when he had polio. Yeah. since he doesn't need medicine, maybe he could have cured his polio. Yeah. And that's going to be a recurring theme we're going to oh, see with man. this is like the whole like, oh, Jesus will heal you and like... Oh, they're dead now. Oops. I didn't say anything. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert. Wee wee. But people were catching on to this shit. They liked it. They liked the pink house next to the water tower. So Same. then they moved from the pink house next no! to the water tower to a three car garage, baby. Step they moved to a garage? A three car garage. Not just a two car, it's a three car. Do they have three car garages in the 50s? I thought like, well, this 10 is like, people okay, had. it's on an old sheep sheep farm okay so okay. i guess maybe it was like a place where like they probably had tractors and shit you know fair enough if i had a dollar for every time i thought about quitting my life and becoming a sheep farmer i would be wealthy enough to buy some sheep for my sheep farm mm. yeah a sheep farm does sound nice yeah they're just fluffy but then i can you don't also gotta get, kill them then i could get like a dog too to like herd Couple, them. multiple dogs yeah uh-huh. I love watching the dogs work. That's, like, one thing on TikTok I like to watch is, like, the herding dogs and stuff. Yeah. Babe had job. us programmed from, like, a young age. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm taking a sip of my drink. Some ASMR for all of you listening. So, you know that Melvin Grider guy that he, I, like, made yeah. this church with? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, they nicknamed him Mac, which I think is, like, a really cute nickname, actually. It's yeah. Like, that's a good name. Yeah. That was almost my cat for a little bit. That was one of his True. Names. True. Mm-hmm. Mac I don't think Daddy. he fits Mac, though, no. personally. Um, he, M- Melvin Greider is described as a burly, whiskery biker. That's a Mac. That's a Mac. Yep. Um, he's a former alcoholic Go who off. had become a Christian and right. was named, and he named the, like, a barn wherever they had said, or no, sorry, this three-car garage, the Glory Barn. That... <laughs> Sounds inappropriate. I know. That's what I thought. I was like, the glory bar? Oh, God. Don't type that into Google Fence. That sounds like something on Pornhub. Do not Google that word. The glory barn. NSFW, friends. But people loved the glory bar. Yeah, they did. They were flocking to the glory barn. (laughs) They'd be flocking. They'd be flocking. How many people do you think showed up at the glory barn and they were like, well, this is not this what I thought not it was what I thought. Be. This is a church? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Well, it attracted hundreds of people, um, including some misfits, but most were normal, serious-minded oh, young adults. Great. Okay. You always got to have some crazies in there, right? Yeah, we talked about that last week. accidentally got to the glory barn. <laughs> they said, where are, the, where are the ladies? It's just a bunch of men. <laughs> Loving the glory oh. barn. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Man. fun. <laughs> that is freaking funny. Okay. So, shit was popping off at the mm. glory barn. It'd be glorious. Um, <laughs> the upper and lower levels of the glory barn were filled and eventually with overflowing with people. Oh, that seems structurally unsafe. Well. Hello, fire marshals. Wait. The floorboards bent and shook dangerously as the congregation danced, quote, charismatic jigs to the praise song. So there we have charismatic and we have 
floorboards bending because they were doing jigs. This right here is cult. the dad. This well, is yeah, a cult. But it's the dad from Footloose. This is his worst nightmare. This is what he has nightmares about every night. People <laughs> dancing in a bar and the floorboards bending. And he's like, that's not how I worship. Well, this is the glory no barn. Dancing. This is how they worship in the glory barn. In the glory barn. Okay, mm-hmm. we're also going to get glory barn merch. Um, let us yeah. know if you want a t-shirt that says glory barn. Yeah. And like, give us ideas for like what kind of graphic we can put on there. <laughs> we could just do, um, if the barn is a knock rockin'. <laughs> <laughs> if the garage is a rockin', don't come and knock. <laughs> oh my God. Glory barn established 1963. <laughs> Comfort colors teas. It's yeah, gonna be great. We'll put yeah, it in a yeah. tote bag. You can get a little sticker for your water bottle. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> we'll do the three quarter zips. You know, yeah, with cute. a little like um, um, embroidered yeah, barn on it. Cute. Glory barn. <laughs> Praise be. That that could be like our sign that like people listen to our podcast. If we just see them out in the wild with that, we'd be like, that's a listener. I went to the glory barn and all I got was a degree in Bible. <laughs> that oh gosh um this is gonna be a long ass episode friends buckle up sorry about that (laughs) so people were coming all over to go to this place they would Mm. stand in lines early each sunday morning to make sure that they would get a good seat so this guy was doing something right trying to go to a catholic church on christmas yeah and there was a lot of like young assistant pastors that were also part of this church and so they would come to church listen you know learn whatever and then they were you know going out and doing the ministry Mm. of trying to convert people and kind of start you know passing out flyers to be like hey boo boo you ever heard of a glory barn yeah they spoke at meetings um they actually like went worldwide i guess wow mr worldwide here (laughs) at the glory barn mr worldwide at the glory barn one night only we could make a concert tea excellent um they also had tapes and books that freeman made um that they would distribute oh my god okay so in total there was about some fifteen thousand people in the sister congregations like around the country and Mm. in other countries so like we're talking indiana illinois kentucky ohio michigan missouri tennessee and florida wow as well as England, Australia, Canada, Switzerland, and Germany. Yeah. Like, Holy this actually shit. was, like, really widespread. I'm like, I've never freaking heard of crazy. this before. No, me neither. Damn. Um, so, then we move up to 1978. There was a conflict with the owner, I guess, I think, of the, like, land they, that they were on. Mm. So, Freeman took the congregation to a large circus tent. <laughs> Just north of Warsaw. And then on to another near Goshen through the summer and autumn. A circus tent? You're telling me that this man has locations across the country and they cannot afford a place with air conditioning? Apparently not. Gotta blast. The tithing is not tithing, I guess. Tithing, no. (laughs) That's, yeah, they're at like a 2% tithe. They need to bump that shit up to like a 12% tithe. Get yourself some AC. Yeah, the, exactly. Because, like, there was, like, no protection from the wind or the rain. You know, there was no heating or cooling. Mm-mm. The nursery was a row of vans for the mothers and babies. 
Portable toilets were the only facilities. Oh, God. But then by winter, a meeting hall had been built um, okay. in a cornfield. So um, they had bought some Horror land movie. and built this meeting hall. So there they did actually have actual bathrooms, Love that. a nursery, okay. and a meeting room large enough to hold 2,000 people, wow. even though it was often overflowing. People I'm are bored. Every single person in Indiana coming to this shit? Holy They're bored. God. What else do they have to do? They didn't have Netflix yet. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't do, I guess they were look, looking for more like space rather than like cuteness because the floors were just cement and the walls were bare. Well, they said, we don't want those floorboards shaking anymore. Cement. We need cement. Or there's just so many people we don't even need to decorate because like yeah. it's going to be so many people here. That's how you know that this place was run by a man. It, true. He said, who needs a nightstand? I have a cardboard box. True that. Just leave the cement floor. It's fine. Yeah. Rugs? Who is she? Though, I mean, what happens when there's a large group of people in one place? Like, shit goes down, right? So, I mm, mean, we drama. saw that with COVID happening. Um, so, yes. yeah. Um, something similar happened there. <gasps> Excellent. Whooping cough started oh, going God. around. There was an epidemic of whooping cough in 1980 there's a vaccine for whooping cough i guess not then uh probably not no i'd be you'd be surprised like there's a lot of vaccines that like were not a thing up until like more recently um get vaccinated folks yeah that kind of went through some of the families in the congregation but they were not deterred so in this church again they really focused on the work of the holy spirit um with claims of prophecy, miraculous healings, testimonies, speaking in tongues, and believers being slain in the spirit, whatever that fucking means. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Um, he also emphasized the deeper life in the spirit, overcoming all things, separation from the world and its ways, trusting only in God for all things, the crucified life, and the true meaning of decisive. Decis- Discipleship? Yeah, that. There you go. <laughs> so, um, those are a lot of um, things, and they mm. don't sound good. They, uh, no, they don't really sound that fun. They don't seem like a vibe. They're not a bop. Again, why are you packing in to a cement building on Sunday, one of your only days off, to, to hear go hear about why you all these horrible suffer. things? Why you should I don't be get sad. This. No. Good vibes only, please. Yeah. Um, so his teaching was regularly reinforced by his, quote, prophecies. Excellent. That he would publish in, like, their little, like, meeting notices, mm. probably like a bulletin, mm-hmm. you know? So his little horoscopes, but he called them prophecies. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he kind of also started, you know, really creating a sense of community, cohesion, exclusiveness. Oh. But with that, there's also superiority, mm-hmm. persecution. Mm-hmm. And, hierarchy. Um, hierarchy and things like that. And so those with, you know, beliefs or whatever, different ways of viewing what he was talking about, or maybe like they didn't necessarily always agree with what he talked about. Well, they were told you're either going to conform or you're going to be kicked out. Mm-hmm. So more and more, they were kind of becoming more inclusive and, like, shutting out from the world. Oh, like, insular. Insular, insular that's the word Not I'm looking inclusive. for. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, they were just becoming more... 
separated one of themselves. Yeah. Uh, can see, can, can see, What's the confined. word I'm looking for? Insular. Yeah, but whatever. Secluded? Secluded, yeah. Closed off? Closed off. All those words. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, the I'm sorry, my help. brain, I just can't think right now. Um, so, <laughs> outside interactions started to grow less and less. Yikes. and Cult is um, growing more and more. Their evangelical outreach kind of started to wind down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, we're getting a little more insular. Culty. And culty. Um, they said this is an exclusive club and you're too late. Yeah. You missed the boat. So a little more about their le- beliefs. Um, Christmas was condemned as a pagan festival. Lit. Um, a woman's role in the home as a wife and mother was seen to be the most noble and worthiest of callings. Which, I mean, cool if you want that, but also, like, don't tell me what to what do. What if I want to be an accountant? Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Children were regarded as a blessing from God and birth control was actively discouraged. Stellar. Love Stellar. That. Stuttered on that because I couldn't even... Oh, man. Okay. Can't even speak on it. Mm-mm-mm. Um, so, in his theology, God is obligated to heal every sickness if a believer's faith is genuine. That's, like, bold to say that God has to do anything. Yeah. You're like, you God is all-powerful, but guess what, sir? Even you have to work. Yeah. And he said, faith must be accompanied by positive confession, meaning that believers... I thought we couldn't confess. Well, I, I'm, I'm telling you, some of the shit confuses me. He's saying, meaning that believers must claim the healing by acknowledging that it has taken place. So I guess they have to say, like, I truly believe in you. And then, like, when healing does happen, they have to put it, like, on God. (laughs) On God. (laughs) I'm healed on God. God. No cap. (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. I read this shit and I'm like, I mean, I'm going to quote it because that's part of their, like, religion. But, like, I don't know what what the fuck that means. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did this... This one lady said, Dr. Freeman taught that it was always God's will to heal in response to our faith, and that God would do it without the aid of doctors or medicine. Excellent. Bet that whooping cough thought differently. Yeah. So, guess what? Doctors and medicine became disparaged and not, not used. Excellent. <laughs> Super. Yeah. Screw doctors. Who needs them? Yep. Oh no, I have a cold. Time to die. (laughs) Yeah, whooping cough. (laughs) It'll pass. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Oh god. All right. Moving on. (laughs) So, I guess they really weren't listening to doctors and shit because then the county board of health came on. (laughs) October 23rd, 1974, Barbara Klaus. Go off, Barbara. Slay. She Slay was the, the health, house down. She was the health nurse for the county. And she was concerned. That glory barn was a major health problem, and it would only get worse. Yes. She detailed her concerns, saying that, quote, diabetics were not taking their <gasps> insulin. Oh, my God. And pregnant women were receiving no prenatal or pre- postnatal care. Oh, Jesus. They are laying dead babies and live babies next to each other on the altars and praying over them to get the live babies to bring back life to the dead ones. There was one woman in our county praying over a baby for four days before Hello. the funeral home got 9-1-1. a hold of it. Oh. 
Yeah. God. And what's crazy is, like, that's not just her account. Like, there's literally statistics to back this shit up. So the local hosp- hospital statistics for 1975-1976 suggested that women from the congregation who gave birth at home were over 60 times more likely to die <gasps> than those who gave birth at a hospital under medical supervision. Oh, my God. Yep. And the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services also supported that conclusion. So there's actual, like, statistics about this shit. Yeah. 60 times. You're telling me that my, like, the greatest thing that I can do is be a mom, but, like, you're, like, I'm 95% gonna die? That's my thing. It's, like, this is 1970s, and women are dying consistently in childbirth, but, like, there is, like, medicine out there that you don't have to do right. that. Right, right. We got midwives. Fam, if you don't want medicine, at least get, like, a midwife. Take some, like, herbs. I don't know. Jeez Louise. Yeah. I, mm, I just want to walk through and just slap, slap, slap. Wake yeah. up. Again, a, a guy, cult leader, telling women that they can't get medicine no for... uterus, no opinion. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, dude. Like, you know he did that shit because he was like, well, it's not that bad, right? Right. Like, one time I had a, a kidney stone, and it was basically the same thing. God will carry you through, Liz. Excellent. I'm like, I hope no, the fucking epidural will. All of those people <laughs> should be charged as, like, murder. He should I be in agree. prison. Yeah. For all of Fuck their yeah. murders. That's manslaughter if I've ever heard it. Fucked up. Um, so, deaths of several women, infants, and babies were reported, and the local media blamed Freeman's teaching as medical treatment had been declined or refused. Yep. So shortly after that was publicized, the old glory barn burnt down in the early if hours. If that ain't a sign, I don't know what right? is. Like, they're just looking past all these signs. I'm like, dude, we knew it from the beginning. <laughs> this sign can't stop me because I don't know how to read. Yeah. Um, so the glory barn burnt down. Rip. <laughs> July 4th, 1980. Yeah. You know what? Happy birthday, USA. Happy death day. day. Yeah. Glory barn. Six people escaped from the burning two-story barn, and two youngsters, Joel and Lee, suffered burns before they were rescued from their bedrooms by their father, Brendan Wait, they lived Wall. there? I guess, or they were staying there. I don't what? know. Maybe it was one of those things where, like, if they didn't have another place to stay, they could stay at the church. I don't fucking know. Okay. Um, the boy's mother, Peggy Wall, also claims to have been involved in the rescue, along with their daughter, Penny, who was not injured. I don't fucking okay. know why this is important, but it, whatever. You wrote this, not <laughs> me. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Um, rip the glory bird. <laughs> rip the glory bird. <laughs> That's the saddest thing of all. It is. Yeah. Rip well, well, no, know, it's also not. The, the women and children no, too, I'm Megan. So but <laughs> so sorry. I got sidetracked. Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess this is a big ass fucking fire because there was three fire, br- no, yeah, three fire brigades that came. Oh my god! They fought it for two hours, and then they investigated it, and uh, basically described the fire as of suspicious origin. But to date, no culprit has been charged. Honestly, justice for the women that fucking died in childbirth because this man said that they can't have medical assistance and then also fuck the person that burned down the glory barn why and also maybe burn it down if it means well, that women will start getting healthcare. i guess yeah maybe it wasn't that bad because then nobody got hurt yeah, yeah maybe like maybe minor burns 
I'm like, sorry. I'm taking a lot of things back today. I wish that like, they would just leave the Glory Barn, keep it called the Glory Barn, and got turned into like a music venue. I want to oh, go party at the Glory Barn. That would be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. It sounds like a wedding venue. I would not get married at the Glory Barn, but I would party. But does that not sound like one of those like wedding venues? That- oh yeah, where the guests sit on hay bales? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everything's white. And then, like, wood trim everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. like farmhouse vibes. Yeah, shabby chic. Oh. Glory barn. Um, then, in 1983, May, the Chicago Tribune ran a story on David Gilmore, whose 15-month-old son, Dustin Graham, had died five years previously from an easily treatable form oh. of meningitis. Oh, my God. Because... Straight to jail. Gilmore was following church teaching, jail. and his wife had relied solely on prayer for their son's healing. Jail. Jail, jail, jail. Gilmore said he knew of 12 other children who had died oh under similar circumstances. And then the Tribune actually further identified 52 deaths from Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, and Kentucky, which they asserted were attributable Megan, to church teaching. I just need to know, does someone go to jail? You know, I honestly don't remember. I wrote this a couple days ago. Oh, okay. So we're going to find out together. Great. <laughs> then, a few months later, ABC Television's Nightline reported that pregnant women following church teaching died at a rate eight times the national oh average and their children at three times. Nightline further identified 19 states and five countries where deaths had occurred, which they asserted were attributable to church teaching. So there is, like, a shit ton of fucking statistics. I don't know how the fuck they're getting away with this shit. If the FBI does not come for this man, and there's all these statistics, hmm. what am I paying taxes for? Well... If not to take down cult leaders. Well, maybe your taxes paid off, because Hobart Freeman was charged with aiding and abetting Thank one of these Jesus. deaths by what was described as, quote, negligent homicide. Yeah. Thank you. At least 90 members of the congregation died during Freeman's ministry. That's a lot. That's so many. Fuck. Two weeks before they were supposed to go to court, Freeman died. Justice. From bronchial pneumonia and congestive heart failure complicated by an ulcerated gangrenous leg. (laughs) If only he had prayed harder. Exactly. Which, in the weeks preceding, had forced him to preach sitting down. Oh, no. Oh, no. He had refused all medical help, even to the removal of his bandages so that his leg could be cleaned. Are you fucking kidding me? He just had rotten band-aids on his gangrene. You know he smelled so bad. Oh, my God, no. Okay, I can't think about that. We're going to move on from that. I can't think about that. But, yeah, he died. And you know what? I hope it hurts. Yeah. That um, sounds like it was not a peaceful death. Yeah. Pneumonia? Man. Go unpeacefully. Well, he dude. was like hit by three things. The congestive heart failure. Pneumonia. <laughs> Leg. Gangrene. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. But honestly, I'm pissed that like these people never got justice. This is like Literally a Literally two war weeks death. before yeah. they were supposed to go to court. Like that would fucking happen. What the fuck? This man never got... What about prosecuted um, for Mac. his crimes? Did they come after Mac? You know, I don't think so. Damn. I don't see anything else about Mac. Mac Daddy escaped. Yeah. He probably blamed it all on Freeman. He said he was the real one. At least he's yeah. dead. Doesn't yeah, have an Amazon Prime special. True. True. Could be worse. Um 
So after his death, it actually wasn't reported for at least 13 hours because they did an all-night prayer vigil for his resurrection. (laughs) He was buried in a pine box with no public viewing and no graveside or memorial service. Yeah, because his his skin was falling off. Gangrene. Yeah, and then for some time afterwards, his wife, June Freeman, left his suit over the end of the bed, expecting him to one day walk in and have need of it. She soon came to accept his death as the will of God and encourage the congregation to persist in their faith. So even though he said he was going to, I guess he said he was going to be resurrected because she was fucking waiting with his suit on the bed. Yep. And guess what? It didn't happen. Just zombie walks through the door. You're like, here's your suit, babe. But don't give up. Still have faith. Oh, he gets to come back. Yep. Yeah. And then in June 1985, Jack Farrell, one of the two assistant pastors, handpicked by Hobart Freeman, quit the congregation mm. and um, said they were, everyone was still, quote, in bondage to their last pastor, or late pastor. Well, it does feel like very sacrilegious and against Christian. I don't know, like to say that I too will rise from the dead. Mm. That's an interesting teaching for Christianity. Mm. I don't know. Feels a little blasphemous. Well, I don't even know if they're really considered Christian because I'm fucking confused about what they even believed in, to be honest that's, with you. Honestly, that's fair. I don't know what the, what was it? The like. They believed in um, keeping women down. The word of and faith murdering movement. Babies. Yeah, the word of faith movement or whatever it was called. I don't even really understand like what that would be categorized under. Mm. Um, but anyways, so I guess this like assistant pastor was like, y'all like are playing right now and y'all are still waiting for the old man to come back. He ain't coming back. back. And then a lot of people got disillusioned and left. Excellent. But, Uh, this is the last thing I have to say, continuing congregations are still out there. Excellent. In Larwell, Goshen, and Indianapolis, as well as Grand Center, Cold Lake, Alberta, and Shelbyville, Indiana. So they're not, I guess, they're not in Switzerland anymore. But I bet they had a lot of fun during COVID. They, oh man. Right? I'm like, I wonder how much like their beliefs are the same as like what they were like when he was around. They probably changed. They were antiquated then. They're antiquated now. Living like they're in medieval France. Yeah. So thoughts? Uh, well, I'm pissed off. Me too. Um, that's about it, though. I think that I was hate how like pretty much everyone we heard about was, was a woman that died. Oh yeah, of course. And children, of course. Did you hear about any men dying? Nope. No. Well, well, the main one. Yep. So that's it. But Ugh. irritated, angry. So, it's fine. Now we get to hear about some. Scary, yeah, distract me shit. from how horrible that was. With a good cryptid, give it to me. Okay, well, um, today, so I was telling Meg earlier that every single state has a Bigfoot. Every state has a sea monster of some True. sort. And I'm sick of it. I don't want to do that shit anymore. So just like I've kind of been doing lately, we're just, I'm picking the weirdest ones I can find. So continuing on that trend, we have the Crawford, Crawfordsville monster. Okay. So a monster in Crawfordsville, Indiana. Wow. Creative name. All right, so I'm setting Wonderful. the scene. Once upon a time, at around 2 o'clock in the morning, on Saturday, September 5th, 1891, Whoa. some d- ice delivery men, so 
you know, that was a job in the 1890s. Ice delivery man. Yep. We have Marshall McIntyre and Bill Gray. So they were preparing their wagon for morning rounds. So setting the scene, right? It's the 1800s. They don't even have cars. They're in wagons. So what comes next? Suddenly, a feeling of awe and dread overcame them. Awe and dread at the same time. Mm -hmm, Wow, mm -hmm. I wonder what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) peering heavenward. (laughs) Like that exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Peering heavenward. So they looked up and they saw a, quote, horrible apparition. And this is a direct quote from the Crawfordsville Journal. You ready? Okay. It was about 18 feet long and 8 feet wide. It moved rapidly through the air by means of several pairs of side fins. Fins in the air. Yes. Like flying fins. Flying fins. Yes. So it kind of just floats, but it like pushes the air. Like a stingray, but in the air. But it has several pairs of fins. Right. Yes. So more of like like serpentine. I think this is our first flying beast. Oh my god, you're right. Drink. Which, I mean, Um, honestly, scarier. Yes. I don't like flying things. Yes. Well, when you hear what this was. Okay. Oh, fuck. Because we know what it is. Anyways. Oh, we do? Oh, so is this our first cryptid that we actually know is not really, like, a thing? Well, you know what? You could say that it's a thing if you would like to, but um, we also have an explanation. So start thinking about your explanation, what you think it is. All right. All right. It was pure white and had no definite shape or form, resembling somewhat a great white shroud fitted with propelling fins. What's a shroud? I don't know what that is. The only thing I can think of for shroud is like what they put over like a dead body, like a like a like a piece of fabric just hanging over them, like a cloak, like a dementor wears a shroud. So picture a giant long white dementor with fins pushing it through the air. So kind of a Pokemon description. Anyways, there was <laughs> no tail or head, but there what? was one great flaming eye. The and, fuck? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> This kind of reminds me of how they described angels in, like, the Old Testament, where it had, like, 18,000 eyes and feathers and was just a blob. Anyways. Um, fuck me. That sounds horrible. Yeah. And if you haven't Googled a picture of a biblically accurate angel, please do. It's very entertaining. Um, and a sort of wheezing, plaintive sound was emitting from a mouth, which was invisible. So it had no mouth, but it was yelling. It said, uh, wheezing. Uh, I can't do a wheezing noise. <laughs> so these poor there ice guys, they're like, we just want to deliver our ice. And there's it's this melting. like giant Dementor thing with fins. It's like, uh, at them. He wanted water. What? <laughs> he wanted ice. ice. He wanted ice. Yeah, but it melts. I mean, you're not wrong. It flapped like a flag in the winds as it came on and frequently gave a great squirm as though suffering un... Okay, this word is... I've never heard this word. Unutterable? Unutterable? Mm, Okay. Agony. So he was pained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unquote. That was all a quote, this whole thing. Wow. He was in pain. So once again, just an, an unhinged description of this big kind of white blob with fins, no mouth, one giant red eye, but no head. And we have two guys again. Two yeah. guys are seeing McIntyre and Gray. So they watch. I'm the waiting phenomenon. for the guns to be pulled out. Hmm. The phenomenon it hovered three or four hundred feet in the air for nearly an hour, and then four hundred they... feet in the air. How yeah. were they able to see all this goddamn detail? What the fuck? Because it was giant. Yeah, but still, eighteen feet. I don't know. What the? Fuck? I don't know. I don't know. 
Also, this was the 1800s, so they, did they know how to measure? I don't know. But no, um, so then they ran to a barn, but they watched it in the air for an hour. So they're, they're watching it go like, for an hour, and then they got scared and ran away. So then it they, took them an hour to get scared? Yeah, and then they finished harnessing their horses and they ran away. But they watched it for an hour and still were just like, yep, it's a beast. You know, imagine just being out, doing your job. It's 1891. You're vibing. And He's trying to deliver you just some see ice. this shit. Yeah. You watch it for an hour and you're like, you know what? Time to go home. Time to call the newspaper. Can't wait to tell my wife about this the one. Call the papes. The papes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the presses. We got some news. The newsies are ready for this one. They would yeah. make a lot of money on this. But, um... That's probably why they wanted to do this. That's probably why they talked about it, because they wanted to be in the newspapers. Well, but they weren't the only witnesses. Oh, okay, tell me more. So who do you think the next witness was? If you had to say, so it was Iceman, what other profession, when you think, like, okay, yep, someone definitely witnessed this monster in the sky in the middle of the night. It's definitely Middle of the night? Yeah. When did you say middle of the night? I missed that. Two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. Why are they delivering ice at fucking two o'clock in the morning? Because they have to have it on your doorstep when you wake up. Yeah, but then it's melted. Well, it's September. Maybe it's cold. (laughs) This was pre-global warming. I don't know. It is Indiana. I do not understand how ice works. Okay, so middle of the night. I don't know how ice works. I don't know how ice delivery works. Okay, so middle of the night, an ice delivery driver, they saw it. What other profession are you like? Yep. They're who I would expect to have seen it. I don't know, like a cop? No, a pastor. Um, Why? What the fuck? The most reputable witness was G.W. Switzer. So he was a pastor of the First Methodist Church. And he saw it around midnight. So he saw it before the ice guys. So Switzer, he stepped out of his door to get some water from the well. When he saw the apparition. All of these sources always call it an apparition, and I'm like, so it's a ghost? Yeah, that's confusing. I don't know what the actual definition of an apparition is. So he woke up his wife, and they both watched as the thing swam through the air in a writhing, twisting manner similar to the glide of some serpents. Okay. Okay. Yep, so it's... I I don't even know. As the Switzers, Switzers, whatever, watched the mystery apparition once again, the mystery thing... Um, seemed at one point as though it might be, it might descend on the lawn of Lane Place, which is, this is so random. Like, all of these random little details that we have. Oh, yeah, and mine too. These are, like, really bored people in the 1890s. Yeah, I know. So they thought that it might land on the lawn of Lane Place, which was the home of late U.S. Senator Henry S. Lane's widow, but then it said, nah, and it reascended and continued its Oh. It's route above the city, just kind of going in a circle around and around and around. Huh. So it's hurting for a long time. Yeah, it's just going around. And they mm. watched it just do its thing. And so... I'm surprised no one's pulled a gun out yet. They described it um, as that it had an eye in its mouth. So that red eye was in its mouth. So it doesn't have a head, but it has a mouth. But three The other jaws. people said no mouth. Three jaws. Three jaws. Yeah, the other people said no head, no mouth. This one says a, a red eye in its mouth, but it had three jaws. So it's like one in the middle with an eye and then one on each side. And so it kind of appears like a So cyclops. like almost like three heads, kind of, almost. No, like one head, but with like jaw, right, jaw, Right, but I mean like, what the fuck? But no eyes, nothing. Well, just the one eye in its mouth. It also seemed to be eel-like in shape with feathery protrusions coming out of its sides and back. So again, like feathers. these little like flipper thingies, but this they're saying that it's feathery flippers. 
So two slightly oh, wow. similar but different. It's interesting that they both described a red eye. Yeah. I don't really understand. Also, it's like Anyways. pitch black out. How, or how can they see the color? Yeah. I don't know. But it's they said that it's like a flaming red eye. So maybe it like glows. Oh. Spooky. Anyways. According to interviews conducted years later by a reporter... Hundreds of residents observed the phenomenon on the following evening, with some claiming they could feel the monster's hot breath as it swooped over them. So not only is it like groaning, but it's like (sighs) breathing on them. And they say, it's melting the ice. Stop, please wear a mask. You probably have hepatitis. And you're melting the ice that we just delivered. God this was it. in the evening, so they haven't even delivered the ice yet. They're still oh, out, like, shit. harvesting it from the lake. I don't know. What did Kristoff do in Frozen? <laughs> he chopped up the ice. I don't know. Harvesting it from the lake. I don't know. I don't know where they got ice from. How does that work? Where do you get ice Giant from? ice cubes. But where? How do you make the ice cubes? You don't have a freezer. A well. Make an ice cube. You just, like, like a yeah. block of wood. Square. Oh, I don't understand. Just pour water in there and freeze it. I hope you have some penicillin. Um, I don't even think that was a thing in 1891. It was not. not. They're all dying. (laughs) Anyways, the Indianapolis Journal repeated the September 5th sightings, and so did a bunch of other newspapers across the country, including the Brooklyn Eagle, whose article later attracted the attention of early paranormal investigator Charles Fort. Ooh, Um, Charles. But he sounds like he's doing his thing. I wonder if we'll hear him again as we continue on throughout the states and maybe get into New York because Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn. Yeah, so you know that the peeps, the newsies were out there. And if you know newsies, they out there, you they know Brooklyn. They picked this shit up. Brooklyn's working hard. Okay, so the Crawfordsville Postmaster was deluged with mail. So after all of these um, uh, newspapers across the country ran the story, everyone started sending them um, letters. And half of them were people being like, you're an idiot. Y'all are so stupid. I can't believe you believed <gasps> oh. it. And then the other half were like, oh my god, I believe I saw you. It too. You're my hero. Are yeah. you single? Like, people <laughs> loved them. Some people thought that the sighting indicated that Judgment Day was was near. Oh, Jesus. Here they were like, go. it's time. So maybe one of your cults. I was about to say, this. is there was one of the cults there in the 1890s? Damn. Yeah. Um, this one woman who needs therapy, so a St. Louis woman, she was fearful of it, of this creature's Western migration, wrote and asked if the apparition could be seen in the daytime, what color was it, and if the apparition had previously been in Ohio. Ma'am, go to therapy. Why, why, I think why you need is she worried about it being in Ohio if she's in Missouri? Well, ma- she thought it's that it was Western like expansion? That's what she's concerned about. Yeah, she thinks that it's going to get to St. Louis, and she's going to have to see it. And she's terrified. Well, now that she spoke up, yeah, it's going to come for her, probably. Probably. I just... You just got to stay quiet, lady. Come on. Yep. Yep. Damn. Okay. Um, well, did it go so, westward? Well, that was it. Oh. So that's the creature. That's all the kind of information that's it. we have. Never but, heard from again. Well, what do you think it was? Um, we know what it was. So what do you think it was? Okay, so we're talking a white... Just like this flying eel like mass. Eel like mass. Feathery fin things. Oh god. Giant fuck, I don't red know. eye. Can I get like a little bit of a hint of whether it's an animal or it's like an inanimate object? You want animal or mineral? <laughs> animal. It's an animal. Yeah. So a giant mass hovering in the air. I don't know. Honestly, what I thought of was like a bald eagle. 
or something. An 18 foot long bald eagle. I don't fucking know. I'm tell I'm not saying that they were right about the description. Also, we talked about how in 1891, did they know what 18 feet was? Well, I think they did because it turns out that it was a flock of birds. You know, when you like see birds kind of flock together and they move in those like it patterns all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two local men, John Hornbeck and Abe Hernley, followed the wraith about town and finally discovered it to be a flock of many hundred killdeer, which are a type of bird. Okay. So the journal, the Crawfordsville Journal, suggested that Crawfordsville newly installed electric lights disoriented the birds, which caused them to hover above the city. The birds' wings and white underfeathers likely resulted in misidentification. So it was like this giant mass, moving mass of birds. I still don't know where the eye, the glowing red eye came yeah, from. Yeah, and the three jaws. Right, but like a glowing kind of mass of the birds all together just like hovering in the sky at two o'clock in the morning i guess your mind could play tricks on you it's just inter- like as soon as one yeah. person says that's what it is everyone else is like right yeah 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 well, yeah. also this I is the 1890s too. so they're like oh yeah like that's definitely what i saw so mm-hmm. you're right mm-hmm. you know they're not really doing their research before they like just spout out whatever they saw yeah so are you satisfied with that explanation megan I mean, I'm never satisfied, Liz. You know this. Okay, great. So, tell me more. Um, If that explanation does not satisfy, there is an alternative one. During the prior week, newspapers circulated another story from Crawfordsville. This one was about a, quote, balloon parachute craze, (laughs) unquote, taking hold among the the town's boys. These town's boys. The youth said, balloon parachutes, I gotta get me one of those. I love balloon parachutes. I have literally no idea. While that could explain the billowing sheet-like apparition, it fails to account for the wheezing plaintive sound emitting from the aerial monster. Yeah, that's one question I had about the birds. don't even worry about it, because the same report about the parachute craze also mentioned that the boys like to send up cats in their balloons. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Yep. So just all those all those kids are freaking psychopaths. Because isn't that one of like the serial killer things? It's like if you harm animals. They got one one side of the triangle. Actually, I listened to um, another podcast where it was the one of the guys that um, Paul Holes that oh yeah helped catch Golden Gate Killer. Yeah, Golden State. Golden State Killer. Yeah, yeah. But he somebody asked him about like the like trilogy of like you know the serial killers or whatever and yeah. he says though like other two like the like bed, wedding, wedding the bed and, and stuff fire. like he doesn't like always like amount to a serial killer but he's like if they're hurting animals that's almost mm-hmm. like always a really mm-hmm. fucking bad sign so all of these men turn into serial killers which you know what there's a lot of crime right because it's so. 1891 okay yeah. heyday yeah 1900s so maybe there's a lot of serial killers and like either a flock of birds or psychopathic young boys putting cats in i think what kind of amounts to like hot air balloons jesus christ who's giving these kids fucking hot air balloons I jesus christ i don't know let me i'm gonna go so that sounds expensive parachute. i'm like this is 1891 where are they getting this money from 18. but that's like one question i had about the birds like where's the noise coming from is that just the noise yeah, that the birds make i think that i think the birds were just like coo 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 and it sounded weird Oh, I guess altogether, if they were all making that noise, maybe, yeah, it would sound a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Okay. So just like a very funky one. The pictures of it are insane. Can't wait Slightly to see. biblical almost, like I was saying, with the angel renditions. Well, but maybe that's where they got their ideas from. This 
cryptid doesn't just stay in Indiana. Are we Ooh. in Indiana? We're in Indiana. Oh, my God. It went to St. Louis, didn't it? <laughs> it said, we want this bitch. We're taking her out. No, she spoke up. It has a lot of pop culture references. Really? People have taken this monster and run with it. What the fuck? I've never heard of it before. It is in Dungeons & Dragons. Whoa. So the Crawfordsville monster has been depicted as an ooze-like creature that resembles an amoeba. So they took the name and said, we're not taking anything else about this We're person, just taking that name. But we're doing our own thing. So, I mean, that's still cool. Yeah, that they have the name, but yeah. zero descriptions <laughs> that I saw had anything to do with amoeba or ooze or whatever. Amoeba. I don't, I don't even think 1891 people in the backwoods of Indiana knew what an amoeba was. No, they didn't. They said, germs, who is she? Um, <laughs> in, amoeba. That's a fun word. It is a great word. I'm going to name my child amoeba. <laughs> Speaking of, like, nursing home names... I'm just yeah, gonna name mine. I'm gonna have Hobart and you'll have Amoeba. Amoeba, amoeba and penicillin. <laughs> I'll have twins. <laughs> I'm allergic to penicillin. Oh, sad so day for you. Can't meet your chicken. I'm can't allergic to sulfa. So we both are allergic to, to meds. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, not only were they in Dungeons and Dragons, they were in At Atmos Monsters. I don't know, I don't what, know what that is. Is that like a game? Atmos Book? Monsters. Well, a book. Um, I'm not really seeing anything. It's just coming up with Creatures of the Atmos, Tales of the Atmos. It's a world codex. Anyways, whatever. Whatever that is. Um, sure. The Crawfordsville monster has been de depicted as a descendant of, here we go, Animal <laughs> Anomalocaris. <laughs> I don't know. Is that, that its scientific name? I have literally no idea what this is. I have never heard of Atmos Monsters. Maybe that's on me. If you have heard of it, message us on Instagram. Yeah, educate us. Please, we would love to know. That took to the skies along with many other creatures 560 million years ago, just after the Cambrian explosion. So somehow we have this like prehistoric creature. That's in the sky in, in, in Indiana, only seen once. One time. By three people. Anyways. Okay, sure. Yes. Right. It, it lasted from, what was it? How many years ago? 560 million years. Okay, so it, it was there 560 million years ago. Yeah. It hid for yeah. that amount of time. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. It's a descendant Oh, that. okay. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I misread that too. But still, so the there's only one. The was 560 million years ago, and then we had the Crawfordsville monster somehow from that. Right. Uh, what? Evolution? Birds. Question mark? Birds. I want to <laughs> see a photo of this and, and whatever the fuck you just said. Okay. Animalocaris. We're going to Google it. Let's look it, it up. Let's I want to see, see a, an image of it. See, now we can do this in person. I can see. Oh. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> Wait. That actually, is, that, that does, does kind of sound like, that does kind of look like what it, that I they mean, said. This looks like a, a cuttlefish and a shrimp had a baby. Okay. If you're. It's a sea creature though. Okay. It's not even. Yeah, true, true, true. It did not take to the Maybe skies. Maybe they're saying it mated with, but that does kind of look like what they were talking about. The Wait, go Atmos back. I'm going to try to explain it to no the people. no idea what they're talking about. Okay, so y'all should look this up because, whoa, um, didn't know this was an actual, this creature fucking lived on Earth. What the fuck? Yeah, it looks like something that you'd see a fossil of at like a science museum. It okay. looks like a cuttlefish and a shrimp had a baby. So it's A-N-O-M-A-L-O-C-A-R- Yes. Country of origin? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> um, this shit is crazy. What the fuck? Wait, look at it compared to the like, human. Yeah, it's like 
Wait, no. I don't know how tall it is. Anyways, it's tall. I mean, whoa. But it it has like two long pointy I things coming know. off. Kind of like those pincher bugs. The like water yeah, pincher yeah, bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got a long body with like... It looks like a... I don't know. I, I've never seen this I will kind never of be hired before. as an what eyewitness. The fuck? It does look like a Pokemon. Why does it say cute as an ex... <laughs> mm, let's see. Aw, it is cute. They have stuffed animals for it. Wait, what? And stickers. We should get stickers with it on it. Oh my god. All right, I'll make sure I'll put this on our Instagram too. I've so literally never heard. Look at this. I'm gonna put a cute one on our Instagram. <laughs> That'll you be like should. just a third slide of just the animal an animalicaris. 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 That's gonna be cool. my third child. And she'll just be called <laughs> Anna, and everyone's like, oh my god, like for Annabelle. She's like, no, Animalicaris. <laughs> Honestly, slay. Okay. Slay queen. So, a fan made my singing monster island called Cryptid Island. I don't know what the fuck that what is. What the fuck is that? I don't know. What? Okay, you're taking a turn. I'm I don't confused. Know. Features a monster based on the Crawfordsville monster named Iabel. <laughs> what? Was created by a YouTube by the YouTuber Shush Bros for the hashtag create a cryptid contest. And they ended up winning. So, congratulations. So they just ripped off the Crawfordsville monster. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, let's do that. Iabel. Iabel. Well, that didn't have anything. <laughs> that oh, didn't Jesus do anything. Christ. Anyways, well, don't <laughs> it, try and Google that. It, try, it, tried, to, it tried to search eyeball. <laughs> create a cryptid contest. Let's try. Create a... I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this contest. If it won... Oh, there it is. I Bell. Um, it looks the terrible. That looks I can't horrible. believe that one. Boo. I can't believe against? that one. What the fuck? Bad. There's some weird shit. That was made on Microsoft Paint for sure. There is some weird shit that we're looking at here. Uh, yeah. If you no like, what I is Bell. that triangle with a hat? What the fuck is that? Well, that is called... Um, <laughs> Yeah, beer the... Moodoo, which is another cryptid that someone made. If you just want to honestly go on, create a cryptid contest and just look at all the cryptids, friends, because there's Elma with an E. So E. We should make a TikTok of watching these. Yeah, we should. Just reacting. Just put some of these. I want to know about the triangle with a hat. We got a Kermit. Anyways, this is whoa! Look at that thing. That one's cool. It's got a corkscrew nose. Cool. Okay, here we go. So the last one, the Croft. Crawfordsville monster is also featured in popular trading card game MetaZoo Cryptid Nation. So I posted these on a lot of um, like this. On a oh, lot. that looks like Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. There's trading cards for cryptids. So I posted some of these Whoa. pictures on their Instagram for other cryptids that have cards made oh, for them. Wow, I didn't know that. But the Crawfordsville monster has a trading card. So oh, cool. I don't know. Go like find one. Go pick it up. Go pick I it wonder up if it's like local, a rare one. Whatever. You know, I don't know where you buy these, but go get it shop local um that's it i don't know this was a weird one a wild one yeah this just weird sad creature too? yeah r.i.p to the sorry. cats and the balloons um oh and the kids oh and the children and the women oh, damn it. yeah the women and the children we both <laughs> are women, just forgetting about the, the women children, and the children the birds hurting um the animal caris i saw someone on tiktok posted and it was like Everyone should know. I think everyone. We all know that the real reason why the men want the women and the children to go first is so that they can stay behind and kiss. And I was like, I love that. That's excellent. So, you know what? Maybe that's they're just trying to kill all. off all the women and children through childbirth so that they can just stay behind and kiss. Well, how which, did that work out for Freeman? <laughs> his leg rotted off. <laughs> so stupid idiot. Good job. 
Anyways, um, <laughs> that's our show, guys. <laughs> yeah. A really light little taste of cults and cryptids this week, didn't we? We, we? You know, we have some lighter weeks and then we have some darker weeks. That's just, that's, that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. Um, Literally. I think this one is obviously not the number one death episode because that's Jonestown, but this one was like up there for a number of deaths. Yeah. But for, I mean, such like a, I mean, this is. Indirect deaths. Yeah. Just really sad. I mean, I'm glad they finally caught up to the dude, but, like, it really fucking bothers me that he died two weeks before it was supposed to go to court. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked him to have his, like, leg rotting off in a prison jumpsuit. Be nice. Refusing medical treatment in jail. I just served. Damn. Yeah. Um, Mariska Hargitay, she would have got his ass day one. Yeah. She would have heard about one dead baby, baby and she would have come in. She would have gotten his ass. Yeah. But, um, thanks for listening. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs) Once again, we're like very much into January and whew, what a January it's been. Yeah. Hopefully your January is going better than ours, but we can only go up from here, right? That's that's very true. Only good things can happen, maybe. (laughs) Um, One of which, this podcast. Yeah. Don't look into the skies at night. Keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes down. You don't need to see what's up there. Don't go to anything called the glory barn. Just, or mm-mm. unless it's a gay bar, then go because they're probably very fun. Um, but I love that. if you want merch from us, let us know and we'll make it. Um, follow us we on have TikTok. A bunch of ideas. Follow us on Instagram. Send us a message if you want merch. We gonna make it. It's gonna be cute. We could have a glory barn with like a giant disco ball in the front. Anyways, yeah. it's gonna be cute. Um, but yeah, stay spooky. Stay spooky and have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.